Welcome to Victory in Christ Ministries. You are about to hear an anointed message from Pastor Tom Kukenreuter. Let's get in the Word. And today, uh, you, you want to win? Well, I got a bet. Uh, the name of the message today is Betting on a Sure Thing. Okay, no, I'm not going off the deep end and uh, talk about gambling, but uh, it was a catchy phrase, and it is really, love's results are sure. You get that? Uh, we're betting on a sure thing, and it's because love's results are sure. Amen. And uh, I, it's a blessing to have you with us this morning. We're going we're gonna to talk about some things that are going to help you be victorious, to guarantee your victory. It's Sunday. It's football. We want to guarantee a victory. You know, back in uh, 1960. Uh, when was it? 69, I believe it was. Joe Willie Namath guaranteed a victory and made all the news because he, he ended up delivering on that promise. Well, I'm telling you, how much more God who gives us a, um, a, an absolute, he says he always causes us to triumph. And, um, but there's a way, there's a, there's a governor on the system. And there's a, it, it's both a governor and it is a force. And it will always cause us to win. Amen. See, we have to know who we are. We have to know what cloth we're cut from. We have to know what team we that we're on. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the team of God, <laughs> which is the team we're on, this team we are on, it says that God is love. In, um, in 1 John, and we're going to get started right away in the scriptures, in 1 John, the uh, fourth chapter, and the eighth verse, it says, He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And uh, you want to know why the greater one that's living on the inside of us uh, has, his, has the victory? That why this force that when we yield to it is so great it's because it is the never failing love of God it is God and when we yield to that instead of our own ways instead of our own thoughts and processes but doing it the way that God would have us to do it within the framework of love then we we can't fail and um, there's there's situations every day that we have to deal with. I'm getting to a point here, and um, I, I wanna just set it up first, why this is the way that we need to, to roll, you know? Um, and I've dealt with a lot of things recently where, and even in our country, um, there are, there's so much turmoil and so much strife you know, we're, we're pitting our own people against each other. We're, uh, we, we're, we can't seem to come to any kind of agreement. You know, it's, uh, it's a sad time when, you know, 50% of the country thinks one way and 50% of the country thinks another way. You know, we, we're, we're so divided. And this is the time, and this is why I want to, share with you today, you know, to make, make, to get you to a point 
where you feel empowered, where you know you're empowered, and that you can make a difference. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Well, you're not going to create any peace with, with the argument. You're not going to create any peace with, you know, who has a, a, a better, uh, uh, you know, uh, strategy as far as politics, where you're going to gain some ground and bring, uh, you know, people together is in the love of God that we are able to uh, not keep a list or keep track. And here's, here's what I want to do. Um, see, Jesus in Matthew 22, verse 39, he says, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn there to each one of these because I want you to put your eyes on it. See, it's not me saying it. It's not my opinion. But it is actually what the scriptures tell us to do and, and how to act. In Matthew, uh, the 22nd chapter, you know, an area of scripture we all probably know or should know. And in the 39th verse, it says, thou shalt, or I'll go to 37, thou shalt love the Lord God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So this is pretty important. This, this, is, this is a big deal. These are commandments written in red from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And he says all <laughs> these two commandments uh, Hang all the law and the prophets. So all your philosophy, all your trying to figure out what's important. You know, the, the, the law was brought by Moses and there was a group of people at the time of Jesus that believed in the law. There was the prophets who brought uh, another take on things and some of the people that just believed the law disbelieve the law and then there was those who believe the law and the prophets and so you even had infighting as to what was important what wasn't well jesus sums it all up in these two commandments he says okay i'm going to bring it down to the common denominator and and really what is most important in this all along the prophets is fulfilled and so he says love your neighbor as you love yourself you know, and we read that. And for some, it gets down in there. But for many, it, we go right on by. And we go to work. We get in fights at home or whatever. We have church struggles or we have political struggles. And we forget what the scripture says. And we don't grow and we don't mend and we don't create a peace in our nation or in our communities. And it's going to take Christians who understand this, who walk in it, who can be driven by it, who can, can look even ugly in the face, not them, but what they're looking at 
It may look ugly. The infighting, the struggles, it may look ugly, but love has an anointing upon it. It has a power upon it that always wins. It's a sure thing. When you, when you put love first, it's like betting on a sure thing. Okay? You know, you got your odds out there in the gambling world, and they say, oh, this is a sure thing. Well, this is a sure thing. And uh, even, even uh, as we break it down a little bit more, and I'm going to go somewhere with this, I promise you, in Romans, the eighth chapter, uh, it's important to note that we have, we have to know the stakes and we have to know that there is sometimes when we're operating this way, sometimes we can feel vulnerable. You know, we, we can feel like, you know, I'm hanging it all out there. These people are so rude. I just, this is, this is really causing me some harm. Okay, well, let's look what the scriptures say in uh, Romans. And we're going to, uh, I, may, I may go back a little bit on this because I think it ties in very well. First off, earlier in Romans 8, it talks about how all creation is waiting for the sons of God to come forth. When I, and I'm, I'm saying right now that this nation, this world is, is needing the sons of God, the daughters of God to come forth and operate in that power. And you, it's a time where we, we should be fearless. We should be knowing who our God is and walking in this power, this power of love, this power of reconciliation, this power of forgiveness. And instead, this nation, and Christians included, were walking in argument. We're walking in a place of, you know, my, my argument is better than yours. Okay? And so... In, in Romans 8, 28, it says, and we know that all things work together for the good, for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, he also glorified. What shall we say then, say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? That's a great promise of God. That's a, I feel protected when I read that scripture. If God be for us, who can be against us? The creator of heaven and earth, the one who, I mean, you can enumerate a billion times, all the things that God has done, the stars in the sky, how he's done everything, how he knows the hair on your head. He governs the affairs of man. He's got a billion times a billion things, a hundred billion things going on all at once. But he knows your situation. 
in 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And now I'm going to jump down to 34. And uh, actually, I'll, I'll go up to 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, no. Nay, it's not a horse sound. <laughs> it's no. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And it's in you. Nothing shall separate us from his love. And we are created in his image. And we can walk in that same love. See, when we walk in the love of God, when we yield to the love of God, we are powerful. And we have the promise from the Lord that nothing shall separate us from him. Not even death. Not the biggest devil that's out there. No principality, no power can separate us from his love. There's a confidence that comes with that, knowing that even despite the circumstance, even despite the evil, even despite the things that want to make us think that God didn't show up, he's right there. He said he'd never leave us nor forsake us. In 1 Corinthians, the... Uh, 13th chapter, we're getting some better information on our horse. And that horse today is love. And we want to bet on that horse. And um, I'm going to give you some more information on it so you can go to that. <laughs> so you can lay all your wagers. So you can put it all out on the table. So you can say, I'm all in. Right? It's the end of the night. You're like, I'm all in. And you push it all to the middle of the table. Because there are a lot of things that drive us. There are a lot of thoughts and, and, and strategies that people try to tell us how we need to act, how we need to operate, how we need to stand our ground, give them a piece of our mind. And I'm telling you, at, when, when you need to put it all in, when you're betting the house, or maybe even your life, you want to rely on the thing that is a sure bet. And you know, when it's a sure bet, it's not a bet at all. It's a sure thing. And so in the 13th chapter, and I'm going to read this out of the, the Amplified, verse 4, love endures long and is patient and kind. Love is never envious, nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily, is not conceited, arrogant, inflated, with pride, it is not rude, unmannerly, 
does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or in its own way, nor is it, and it is not self-seeking. It's not touchy, fretful, resentful, takes no account of evil done to it. It pays no attention to suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice or unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails. Love never fails. You, your, your bet is a sure thing with love. But there's a way that love operates. And some people aren't willing to be obedient to that way. We don't rejoice when our enemy fails. We rejoice when truth and justice prevail. Now, it may look similar, but we want to rejoice when truth and justice fails, not just because we got our way. There, there, there are things that are out there and, 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 and powers and principalities that are out there that are rejoicing in, in, in things that aren't even true. But because their side is winning, it's okay in their eyes. See, the things that we see in this day and age, they're, they're, we could read everything we just read and say the opposite. You know, people are argumentative. Their way has to be right. I mean, that's the biggest thing right now. Everyone has to be right that they don't listen to each other anymore. They can't be swayed by persuasive speech. You know, if you have something, a point you want to get across, you get it across, but the person on the other side has already determined, I'm not changing. And that's a dangerous place. But there is, there is something that we as Christians have the ability to do. We have the ability to stay and walk in love, humility, believing the best of every person, taking no account to have been done wrong, that, you know, we, we, uh, we can believe the best of every person instead of the worst. And so this, this way that we work in love, it's a yielding to the Spirit of God that resides on the inside of us. It's a trust in the system of God. It's a trust in his way, his righteousness, his way of being and doing right. It's a kingdom of God system. Jesus says, this is the, the way. This, this, this is a never failing way. All the law and the prophets are fulfilled in doing this. See, we had the Ten Commandments and many of them related to one commandment, and that was that you love your neighbor as yourself. Think about it. Not stealing, not killing. I mean, that all relates to your neighbor. Killing them with your words, you know, stealing their dreams through your accusations. All the different things. And we are to love our enemies and pray 
for those who despitefully use us. Not wish them harm. That's not the way that love works. That's not the way we're going to create a, a healing in this nation, a healing in our churches and in our communities. It's going to come from having a trust in God and being that representative of God that as we walk, we walk as the love of God. Oh, I know there's some who are out there right now who are almost laughing at me because they think that this is such a weak way of handling things. You know, it has to be an iron fist. You know, that was a way, but we're in the new dispensation of Christ. It's not an eye for an eye anymore. Some people still quote that, and that was Old Testament. It's about forgiveness. It's about doing good to those who despitefully use you, praying for your enemy, doing good to them, feeding them even though you don't like them, and in doing that, you heap coals upon their head. See, the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. The Lord will bring justice. Right and truth will prevail. It may not look this way, but your way of handling it isn't getting it done. The greater divide that's taking place is not getting done through all the pundits on TV with their arguments. And, and frankly, I'm willing just to bet it all on, on love. I, I'm just willing to say, you know what? I've seen so many different ways tried. I've heard so many arguments. I've heard this, I've heard that, but I'm putting all in. I'm putting it all in on love. It's a sure result. It yields a sure result. It transforms people li people's lives. And we have to understand, we, we, we just can't give up on people. I realize sometimes the word uh, says that, you know, we're to give them over to Satan for a season because they are being rebellious. I understand that scripture. But we still should be praying for them. Even when the attacks are so severe, we need to still pray. We still need to lift them up. Pray that God touches their heart, that they that the scales of their their inconsistencies are, are brought low and that truth and justice prevail for them, that they are able to see the light, that they are able to forgive. And, uh, you know, God shows us this in the most, con in the most recognized scripture in all the Bible. In John 3, 16, he says that he wishes none should perish, that God so loved the world. He did. He says in that very scripture, in that very passage, he talks about that Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. There's a lot of condemning going on right now. But the Spirit of Christ, it doesn't come out to condemn the world. It wishes none should perish. And when we... Uh, when we see that, and, and really, you know, we, we can't, we're not in all the politics. You know, we have our, our social uh, discussions about politics and so forth. But there are things we can 
do in our own community, in our own churches, in our own uh, workplaces, you know, in our own friendships, you know, some of this politics has, has created divide amongst friends, amongst families. I have heard stories of families who can't even, you know, come to a reunion anymore together or because the politics of the day has, has uh, caused separation. What shall separate us from his love? Nothing. And your love needs to be shared. Your forgiveness for family needs to be shared. For a, an old friend with, where political divide has caused harm, there's a chance that you can fix that or at least sow some good words. We have to operate better than we are today. I'm challenging everyone watching to be different than, and, and if you've been operating this, then more power to you, you're seeing the results. See, those who operate this way, they see results. They don't get walked over. Sometimes it looks that way in a given situation, but the end result is a win. The end result is someone who's walking in the power of God, who's walking in the anointing of God, who's walking in the blessing of God, and the anointing of God is what we want. We want to be able to break the yokes, remove the burdens off people's lives. That's why Jesus came. Luke 4 says that he came to, uh, to, to, to help those who are blind, who, uh, let's go there real quick, to bind up the broken harder, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind. I, I you know, this is a, um, a parallel scripture to Isaiah 61. It, it says in verse 18 of Luke 4, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to, to the blind, to set at liberty... Uh, them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now, Jesus was the firstborn of many brethren. We just read that too. So what are we doing? The, all of creation is waiting for the sons of God to come forth. And we don't want to go out there without being in love. Because if we're not in love, then there can be failure. But in love, love never fails. Okay, last but not least, I'm bringing this to a point of conclusion. These situations we have across the world and in our own country, they're complicated. You know, politics is complicated. People's belief systems and, 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 and how a nation's divided. And one group thinks this way and another group thinks that way. And there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, intricacies to all of this. There's, a, there's just so much going on. In our own lives, it can be simplified much more in that there's someone we know where there's been a divide and maybe they're hurting, maybe they're going through a relational issue, maybe they're um, dealing with a loss, loss of a loved one or maybe they're going through a hard time 
you know, uh, with their job, you know, maybe they're uh, been, uh, been uh, behind on their bills or there's financial issues and someone feels alone and who's, who's lost out there. We know people like that. We may be watching right now and it may be one of us. But know this, that in Luke 15, and this will be the last scripture I turn to today, it's a good one to end on. In Luke 15, verse 4, it's the parable of the lost sheep, it says in my, my Bible. What man of you, he's talking to a crowd, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it. Doesn't say he gives up on him. It says he goes out there until he finds it. Until he finds that lost sheep. And you might have someone who you were close to who, who seems lost to you. And maybe it was your fault. You know, these situations are complicated, okay? And you can do something to try to heal those wounds. Or you can do something to help find someone who's lost out there. Their life is, is a struggle right now. They're making bad decisions. And you're the person closest to them. You're in their sphere of influence. And you have the ability to go after that lost sheep. Like I said, the situations that we deal with, are, they're, they're, sometimes they're, they're complex. And I don't know any other way to explain it than we have to, we have to be all in as Christians. It's a sure bet. I've just proved that to you. Love never fails. That we can put it all on the table. We can trust God completely and wholly that when we operate in love, we get results. When we operate in love, things change. It moves mountains. People are healed. There is, there, there, there is a, a peace that comes back. There's a shalom that overrides the confusion and strife. Where there was every evil work, now peace is returned because love never fails. And we cannot forget about the ones that are lost. We can't just discount them and go the other way because, you know, a nation that has 50% people believe in one way or another way, that those, those odds of bringing everyone back together are, are becoming what looks like insurmountable, but it's not too big for God. And he, he did it for so many. And, and will continue doing it for so many. He gave his life on that hill. He created that hill in the song. There's a song that uh, is by Hillsong, and it's called So Will I, or it's also known as One Billion Times. And I wrote down just a, a small part of it, a lyric that is at the very end of the song that I really enjoy. And it's, and it just talked about how Jesus gave his life and, and, and how now it talks about uh, 
the complexity of things. And it says, like you would again a hundred billion times give his life. But what measure could amount to your desire? How can we quantify the difficulty of our situation? It's innumerable. It's, it's such so big. But the last line, you're the one who never leaves the one behind. <laughs> See, the person that you can help the most is that who's right around you. Or maybe it's a son or daughter, a mother or father, someone in your family who's close, but maybe they haven't been close lately. And the Lord, one was not so much that he wouldn't have went to that cross a billion times, a hundred billion times, just for you. What will you do for someone today? You know, I know football's on. I know Sundays are days of eating and enjoying things. But what will you do for one person today to bring a peace in your sphere of influence? If every Christian went out and just God got one, went after that one, we'd be a much better nation today. And I'm challenging everyone on this broadcast today. Look for the one. It's easy to be amongst the 99, but there's one out there that you have the ability to reach and you can do it. God wishes none should perish. And he would, he died just for you. He died for me. He would do it again just for you and just for me. And that's how he is. He's a complicated in the sense that he created every star, every galaxy, and the hugeness and the grandness but he's as simplified as he would just he would have went to that cross just for you. That's the challenge today, folks. I love you with all my heart. I only want us to walk in victory. And the way we get that victory is by, by trusting in God and knowing that love is a sure bet. God bless you and have a beautiful day. Loving people, not causing strife, not causing division but being a peacemaker amongst men and women today. It's a big thing, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message has blessed you. If you enjoyed what you received today, please take the time to visit our website, www.victoryinchristonline.org, for more teachings and inspiration. Also, don't forget to find us on all of our social media. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and watch more broadcasts on Periscope. We declare that you have the victory in Christ today.